I want to uh, right away at the beginning of this homily uh, share with you um, some extraordinary news that uh, you may remember at the beginning of Advent on, in our uh, catechesis uh, program as well as at Mass we asked everyone to pray uh, for a young man who was in a terrible car accident and uh, I remember going to the hospital and uh, thinking you know, at that point, him walking again or ever functioning in a way he did before the accident was outside of the question. And so we stormed heaven. And yesterday, right before the four, uh, I got a text from his dad, and it's a picture of them in the car, waving and laughing, driving home from the hospital. And this is a miracle by any reasonable objective standard and I am so grateful to our Lord uh, twice during Advent uh, we have as a parish family been faced with times where I gave last rites and began working on the funeral and both of those people are home uh, with their families healthy and whole and this is the power of prayer and I just couldn't wait to share that with you and to thank you for your prayers and to remind us that I know God doesn't do everything we want, <laughs> despite my best efforts. Uh, and I don't know why some prayers go the way we hope and some don't. I have no idea. I'm not God. Uh, but I do try to surrender to him and trust him. And I'm just so blessed that he gave us these miracles in Advent. Uh, so whatever you're praying for, don't give up. Don't give up. Um, I remember one time uh, Father Sean told me, he said, you know, every time we pray, the universe changes. And we either believe that or we don't. And uh, let's believe it, huh? Yeah. Now you think that's the homily, don't you? Uh, um, in our gospel, uh, Elizabeth tells Mary what it is that makes her blessed, and it's a few things, right? Blessed is the fruit of your womb, right? That inside of Mary is the living God, not by her merit, not by her will. Uh, well, actually, yeah, by her will. Uh, but not by her merit, but by the divine, generous, crazy love of our God. He prepared Mary in a unique way to do a unique thing carry God inside of her. And so Elizabeth said, that makes you blessed, right? Now you and I can't do that. We, we, uh, but here's what we can do, the second blessing. Ready? Are you ready? I don't know if you're ready. Okay. <laughs> blessed are you who believed that what was spoken to you by the Lord would be fulfilled. Blessed are you who believe that God will do what he said. We can pull that off. With divine help, you and I can achieve, if you'll excuse the phrase, that blessing. That it can be said of us. Blessed are you who believe that the Lord would do what he said. What gets in the way of that? What is it that stops us from believing God will do what he said? Well, I think the first thing is laid out for us in our first... No, you didn't do the first reading. Where's our first reading? 
There we are. Hey, Deb. In our first reading, where God is speaking to Bethlehem Ephrathah. I never say that right, but everybody who lived there is dead, so it's okay. All right? Uh, you, Bethlehem, you're too small to be called a tribe, but from you is going to come the hope of Israel. I think we see ourselves as too small. And to some extent, absolutely we are. But the moment we recognize that, the moment we recognize, on my own, I can't bring forth God. The moment we recognize that, we then gain the ability to do it because we ask God to. Bethlehem thought she was too small, this tiny little town, right? Bethlehem, it means house of bread. And I've been there. You can walk through it in three minutes. But from there came the hope of all of human history. We think that our smallness, our weakness, our sin is an impediment to God being born in the world around us. But it's the recognition of that that is required for us to give birth to God in the world around us. It's when we think we got it together that we get in trouble. It's when we think, oh, I got this, that we find ourselves in a spot where nothing is born around us spiritually. But the moment you and I know and actually come to love our abject, total, complete dependence on our Lord, beauty comes forth. Our effort can't get us to heaven. Only divine grace can. And we won't get that grace if we don't know we need it. I get frustrated by my sin. Both of them. Um, it's tough. Got it down to two. Uh, no, I get frustrated by my sin. I want to do better for our Lord. I'm going to confession tomorrow, right? And I know what I'm going to say. It's not like I've come up with new ones. And I can get frustrated by that. Or I can let it be an open door to God's mercy and a deeper understanding of how dependent I am. And that that dependency is what we're made for. He didn't create us so that we could teach him something. He created us so that we would grab onto him and never let Go. Don't give up in the fight against sin, but don't you dare pretend it can limit our God. Because the moment we name that sin and ask his forgiveness, that grace comes and we can give birth to him in the world around us. I think that's one of our obstacles to believing that the Lord will do what he says. We see ourselves as the obstacle, but the moment we can name that, it's the very means by which God is born. The second thing I'm looking at our gospel too comes from what Mary was doing. And Mary was fairly to partly cloudy pregnant here. Yeah? She was moving right along in her pregnancy and she decided to walk through the hill country to go visit her cousin. Why? To celebrate her cousin's joy. Her cousin was told, you're never going to have a baby. Uh, she was having a baby. So Mary travels, I think it's six miles, right? And no Uber. Uh, and walks all the way to her cousin just 
to share her joy. And then what happens? The two of them just go crazy happy with joy, such that even little John the Baptist in the womb starts doing somersaults. All this joy, all this beauty, celebrating what God has done and is about to do. We don't do that enough. You and I don't celebrate God's goodness near enough. And that's an impediment to believing God will do what he said. And why don't we celebrate it enough? Well, because we don't think about it very much. We're his spoiled little kids, right? We're used to the spiritual wealth. We're used to the love wealth. And not only that, but we're awful taken with the darkness. We are completely taken with the darkness, meaning we immerse ourselves and things that make us anxious or afraid or angry. We think that every bit of bad news about our church or the world around us is ours to take in. And it's not. You and I cannot solve all of these problems. We weren't made to. And I think, I, I know, I worry that we spend so much time listening to people who want to describe how bad things are. That when we do that, we're going to lose sight of God and we're not going to believe he's going to do what he promises because our eyes are stuck in the wrong place. Now, when I've said this in the past, people have lovingly said to me, well, Father, we can't ignore the evil. Duh, right? Our choices are not ignore the evil and think about it 24-7. It turns out there's something in the middle which is where we are aware that there's evil out there, that our church and our country and our world need help. But beyond that, when we spend all of our time immersing ourselves in people who describe the problem, what is that doing for us? When what we could do is be running into each other and going, you won't believe what the Lord did today. You won't believe it. You won't believe the beautiful blessing of our God today that I experienced. When's the last time we did that? That's what Mama did. That's what Elizabeth did. That's what our first reading, that's what Isaiah did. Chapters and chapters of just going, God's amazing, let me tell you all about it. So I I think those are our two big enemies for believing that the Lord will do what he said. Number one, we think our limitations are the problem, and so we don't even try, when in fact our limitations are the gateway to God doing it in us. And number two, we don't even think about the good things the Lord did. We're making sure to concentrate on the bad things humans have done. Let's pray for the grace to be aware this week of how insanely blessed we are. And I know this is cheesy, but I don't care. I've got the mic, yeah? This morning, I woke up. I went out to my uh, cup of coffee, got my cup of coffee. You can't pray without coffee. Jesus doesn't even listen at that point, yeah? And then my dad came out of his room, and he got his coffee. And we sat there, you know, kind of together, but separate, right? He's doing his prayer. I'm doing mine, but we're in the same chapel. And all of a sudden, it hit me. How blessed am I? I'm having morning prayer with my dad. 
And I do this every day, every day for, what has he lived here now, three years. And how crazy blessed am I that that's just my life, that I can get up and sit with my dad and pray like I saw him do since I was a little kid. We're not doing it at four like he did when I was a kid because even Jesus isn't awake, all right? But there we were. Just this moment we have every day and I forgot to thank Jesus for it. Our lives are filled with these guys. If you're in the covenant, right, if you're married, and even if your spouse is driving you nuts because they're not perfect like you. Yeah. Be grateful someone picked you for a covenant. Even when it's hard. But someone said to you, good times, bad. Sickness, health. Richer, poorer. I'm in. Maybe you've got a mom and dad who love you. Not everybody does. You should be grateful. I could go on and on, and I, I, I won't. But you're surrounded by beauty. I'm surrounded by beauty. But we're so busy looking at the darkness that we miss it. So today, Jesus, we so desperately want to believe that you will do what we say, what you say. And to help you, us believe, we are going to renounce an obsession with the darkness. And we're going to embrace gratitude. And we're going to share with each other. And some of what we can share is going to be that beautiful truth. I'm a mess, but Jesus still uses me. Amen? Amen. All right.